Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. Except for today, it's not for your face, it's for your pelvic floor. I'm Kelly McCarran and in case you missed it, I had a baby this year. Absolutely no one missed it. I know I've gone on about it like I'm the only human in the history of the world to have given birth to a human. But like many women, I did give birth and like many women, my baby's head was perched on top of my bladder for months. But somehow... I missed the pelvic floor problems that seemed to be a lovely after effect of birthing a human. I have no idea how because I did about two Kegels the whole time I was pregnant and literally needed to wee about 40 times a day, but I currently have the floor of a camel. It's like Lenny exited and a bunch of tradies went in and made sure not one part of the floor was loose or weak. It is practically cement at this point. But I can't even imagine how annoying and mortifying it would be trying to navigate the newborn stage and new motherhood. And then adding on top of that, not being able to control your bladder. Oh my goodness. Like it's the last thing we need. So new mums are already covered in body fluids. We really don't need our own urine added to that list. The baby's urine is pretty gross as it is. Given it affects so many people, I thought we'd get Caitlin Dunsford on to chat more about LBL, which is like bladder leakage. Caitlin is a specialist women's health and pelvic floor physio, founder of the Pelvic Floor Project and a poise partner. Caitlin, welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me, Kelly and team. So, Caitlin, can you start off by telling us what is light bladder leakage? Light bladder leakage is this lovely term for urinary incontinence. It definitely affects women who have had babies, but it's not specific to women who have just had kids. The rate of light bladder leakage in women pre-baby is somewhere between 25% to one in three women that have never had kids before. So this affects lots of women. Urinary incontinence more specifically can be spread into two different types of urinary incontinence. One, stress incontinence. So that's when you leak when physical stress is applied to the bladder. So you might be coughing, sneezing, laughing, jumping, and you leak urine. Or you might be experiencing urge urinary incontinence. So you have this urge to rush to the toilet and then you leak urine on the way to the toilet. So I guess light bladder leakage can be teased out into those two types of incontinence. And there are lots of different factors throughout a woman's life that might trigger or increase somebody's risk of experiencing any of these two types of incontinence. Some of those factors are modifiable, so you can treat them and prevent them. Others are just part of life and we can't prevent them or take them back pregnancy, vaginal birth and aging, but also things like chronic constipation, chronic coughing, weight gain, smoking, all of these things can increase the likelihood that you'd experience this. What about your experience? Do you feel comfortable sharing? Because like I said, I don't have experience at the moment, but I do remember that there was a time 
And I was really young, like 21, 22. And I just went through this stage where like every time I laughed a lot or sneezed, I had like a little bit of light bladder leakage and I was really embarrassed about it at the time. I have a two-year-old son. His name's Loki. And I experienced stress incontinence after having him. So I had a pretty standard pregnancy. I had a pretty standard vaginal birth. And then for about 18 months after having him, when returning to high impact sport, so I do CrossFit and play touch football. Once I returned to those sports, I experienced stress incontinence. I didn't manage it very well. Like I treated it. I'm a continence physio. So I knew what to do in terms of getting the symptom better over time, but it took a while and it can take a while for pelvic floor issues to heal post-birth. And I was breastfeeding. So that compounded it. I definitely managed it poorly and tried to cover it up with period undies or just, you know, dealing with the leakage and changing clothes when I got home. I guess like the period undies are so good though, because they do help like without you having to have like a big fat mattress between your legs. I find that some like the period undies are getting better on the market, but there's a difference between blood and urine, right? And so the period undies are really specifically designed to absorb blood, but they're not great at absorbing urine. Poise have this two-in-one incontinence product. It's a reusable undie that has a specific layer designed for urine. So it can absorb both blood and urine. And like, if I had that now, that would have been a great way to manage my symptom when I was experiencing it. Talk to us about the impact LBL can have. Like we've already spoken about the physical impact that light bladder leakage can have, but I think the biggest impact is the mental impact light bladder leakage can have on women. Lots of patients will just avoid accessing or doing the things they love in the community. They might, you know, withdraw from social events because they don't feel confident wearing certain outfits or they don't feel confident drinking alcohol or coffee with their friends. Other people might completely withdraw from physical activity because they're leaking during that. And so they just hate that feeling. And it's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. It can be a big trigger for postnatal depression as well because that feeling of like my body is broken can really get you into that spiral. You're already so isolated. I imagine if then like not wanting to leave the house because of that and then it ends up snowballing. 100%. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. So, Caitlin, what should women look for in terms of normal, and I'm going to use normal in quotation marks, light bladder leakage, and what's something more serious? So you're right, there is this spectrum. You know, I've got some patients who will leak their entire contents of their bladder on a daily basis, and we would call that pretty severe bladder leakage or urinary incontinence. And then we have this term at the start, which is called light bladder leakage. And I think what I would encourage women listening to do is that, or to understand is that there's no amount of bladder leakage that would be considered normal. Yes, common, but not normal. So even if you are experiencing only a small amount and it's been going on for at least a month, 100% tell somebody about it and seek treatment because in most cases it can be cured or treated and improved within three to six months. What does treatment look like? Treatment looks like telling somebody first. So it's really hard to access good treatment if you haven't told somebody. So I always tell women, tell a friend, tell your husband, share with the people closest to you what you're going through so that you can offload some of that mental load that's happening around incontinence for you and then tell a trusted health professional who can help get you in touch with the right 
pelvic floor physiotherapist because at the end of the day we have this like ladder of treatment for urinary incontinence and for light bladder leakage specifically the first line of management is pelvic floor physiotherapy or pelvic floor muscle training physiotherapy treatment over 12 to 20 weeks can cure or improve significantly bladder symptoms treatment I guess holistically if you see a physiotherapist looks at teaching your pelvic floor muscle exercises and working in a training program that's progressive so it gets harder and you have reps and sets the same way you would squats for a good booty and it also encompasses bladder and bowel training so teaching you about good bladder and bowel habits and then making sure everything else is in check that could be impacting your bladder oh gosh there's a lot more involved than just like squeezing your fanny (laughs) yeah Definitely. And sometimes that can be the problem, right? Because we don't want a really, really, really strong muscle. Imagine if your jaw was really, really strong, you'd have this tight clenched jaw. You might get pain. It'd be hard to open your jaw really wide to eat food. Same with the pelvic floor. What are your other tips with dealing with LBL? Manage the symptom well, right? Because like I said, treatment can take three to six months. Find a good product that is appropriate for what you're experiencing. So obviously, as you mentioned at the start, it's not just mums that are experiencing pelvic floor issues. So we're saying that it's important for everyone. Are there any exercises that you can give us to do at home? So the biggest tip I give, if I had to give an exercise blanket to everybody, men, women, children, it'd be more of a coordination drill. So learning to flex this muscle, but also to relax this muscle. So I'll give you the cues now and see if you can do it while you're sitting where you are. I'm sitting here. I'm going to do it. So the first thing is to understand where your pelvic floor is, right? Because you've got this trampoline made up of lots of different muscles that sit at the base of the pelvis. It starts at your pubic bone at the front, runs all the way around to your tailbone at the back because on top sits your bladder, your uterus and vagina if you're a female and your bowel at the back. So the pelvic floor is actually quite large. Lots of your muscles sit around the back passage. So the cue I like to give women that is usually most effective is to tighten around the anus like you're trying to hold wind and then relax. It's not your breath, it's not your cheeks, it's not your legs or your glutes, it's actually just the anus muscle. So tightening around that muscle is if you're trying to hold wind and then relax. And what you're feeling for is that small circular muscle lifting inside and then relaxing and expanding. I can literally feel the circle muscle. I think I must have a good one. (laughs) The key there is to make sure, and what I would always reaffirm with my patient or my client, is that can you feel that muscle tighten and lift? Good, tick. Can you feel that muscle relax and lengthen? Good, tick. Some people say, oh, I can feel it, but I'm not sure if it lets go, in which case you might be somebody that has tension or tightness in your pelvic floor. Or you might be somebody that feels nothing at all, in which case you might have weakness or you just might not have a very good mind-muscle connection. Oh, thank you so much, Caitlin. This is actually so interesting. Thanks for having me. I love that we've been talking about pelvic floors today and not faces. (laughs) It is cool. But, you know, interestingly, like we talked about, it affects mental health. How you hold yourself and how you hold your face and your confidence comes from what's happening inside. I couldn't agree more. Thanks for letting me have this conversation. And thank you so much for everyone who has listened to this episode of You Beauty. We really hope that it's helped someone who gets light bladder leakage. It's so common. Let's normalize it by talking about it more. It would mean the world to us if you would rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia and produced by Michaela Floriano. Big thanks to anyone who has listened and become a Mamma Mia subscriber. Subscriptions cost as little as $5.75 a month. For more information, head to www.mamamia.com.au forward slash subscribe. I'll be back in your ears tomorrow. Bye.